Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. How are you, Mark? Doing good, man. Yeah, How you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know. I'm, 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 I'm just, you know, cracking things <laughs> off for the day. <laughs> cracking into the morning. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was reading stuff about Lake Michigan. I think I just had seafaring on my brain <laughs> today. I don't know. Oh, it's funny. It's one of those days already. It's it's funny because we have, you know, when you have Monday off and you come in Tuesday, yeah. like my first day here was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Now we're already in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. And so I like it, but it, it still does throw me off a little bit. Yeah, everything's kind of everything's kind of weird and wonky. Um, I You know what? 2023 has a weird vibe to it already, too, you know? A little bit, yeah. Like, like, like things. I don't know. I, maybe it's just me. Like, there's some, there's some things that just feel a little backwards. Um, this is, this is, this is probably the strangest thing that's happened to me since I uh, got back into the dating pool, especially since I moved oh, up here to Michigan. You know, right. um, you know, I, you get on all the apps, mm-hmm. you do all that kind of stuff. Um, I usually get a lot of compliments for my beard. Yeah. Which today it's not so great. Uh. You take good care of your beard, though. Yeah, today my uh, my beard straightener crapped out on me this morning. So like, I got like one run through it, and then I <laughs> I, I looked over at it, and it wasn't hot anymore. Like the numbers were gone off, and I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. So, but yeah, I, I usually take very good care of my beard, but for the first time, um, since I moved up here, and really in a in years. Somebody told me that they aren't a fan of beards, like uh, on on the dating apps. You know, normally yeah. I see like I like a guy with a beard, or they're just kind of indifferent towards it. You know, they don't right. care. This girl legit, like she seemed really cool, and I was I was kind of talking to her about some of the stuff on her f- profile, and and just right out the gate though, she was just like, "I don't like beards." I was like, "Okay, okay," but there are like no pictures of you on your profile i would imagine yeah without what so without why, a beard so why did you match with me to talk with me? like did you just match with me just to tell me you don't like beards like that was or to try to convince you to shave it off yeah see that was the thing too and i, I and i was talking to her and i was kind of half joking i was like well i mean you know it's not like it identifies my personality or anything like that you yeah. know i'm not called beard ball you know like <laughs> it's, it's not in my name or anything like that but you know i i think i look I, you've seen photos of me without my beard yeah it's been oh gosh it's probably been five years i think since i've been clean shaven four or five years since i've since the last time i was clean shaven and I, I look awful. <laughs> I look like, terrible. I don't like this. <laughs> no, and it's cold. And now I move to a cold winter state. Like, n- right. no, clean shaven is not a thing for me up here. But yeah, I, it, she, she told me she didn't like the beards. And I was just like, I don't. Okay. Yeah. But I, it, listen, <laughs> I, maybe that's just the one girl. I don't know. But like, I, I do know plenty of girls that do like the beard. Um, I Listen, think it's fine. Plenty of fish out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, like, uh, I, I had one person tell me, you know, like, uh, uh, she was like, I saw you at a show and I, I really wanted to come up and, like, pet your beard. But, you know, I, I didn't want to bust into your personal space. And, you know, I like my <laughs> personal space. You know, yeah. most of us do. But listen, ladies, I'm going to offer you up a little bit of secret here. And, Mark, you, you've shaved your beard off for the most part, but you do have uh, you do have a little bit of some, some facial hair there, you yeah. know. Ladies, 
No man with a beard cares about personal space if you walk up and pet his beard. Just ask any of us. You barge right in through that bubble, but only if you're going for that beard. And yes. only the beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I turned the volume down. You were you were trying to play. I was trying to play sexy burlesque music yeah, for yeah, the yeah. ladies. Let me try that again. Ladies, break <laughs> in to that personal bubble. Walk up and pet our beard. We don't care. We like it. <laughs> Unless you're the Kraken. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Meanwhile, there's kind of a uh, cool story that I uh, just kind of came across when I was going through social media the other day. Mm-hmm. Turns out the babe, Babe Ruth. Oh. Played a game in the Upper Peninsula, and he actually got struck out by a Michigan pitcher. Whoa. This was pretty sweet. Uh, He played in Iron Mountain in the Upper Peninsula, October 28th, 1926. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So, like 97 years ago, pretty much. Well, yeah. Um, Nello Tedeschi was his Nello Fungo Tedeschi is the name of the pitcher. <laughs> what a, a name. I know, right? What a name. Um, so he's actually, uh, he's la- he was laid to rest in Iron Mountain. But okay. this actually, this game took place shortly after the Yankees lost to the Cardinals in the World Series. Okay. Um, so they needed like a pick-me-up game or something? <laughs> yeah. So the Cardinals won the World Series for the first time. It was actually their first league pennant win right. as well. And uh, they lost uh, the Yankees. Actually, they were playing in their fourth World Series in the last six years. So, I mean, this was during their heyday. So after the World Series, they would they used to be able to do that. You can't do anything like this anymore. Basically, Babe Ruth went out and did like a small tour across the country. They used to do the um, oh, the barnstorming games and stuff. And like it wasn't just, you know. The uh, uh, the underground leagues and stuff, they did that. It was, you know, these major league clubs would go out there, too, because it's not like the major league guys were making hundreds of millions of dollars like True. they are now. You yeah. know, they were basically, I don't even think they were getting paid, like, standard normal wages yeah. to do this. Like, some of the big ones were. Babe Ruth might have. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, at that time, you had shortwave radio for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, that's... That's pretty cool. So there's about 3,000 people that came out to the field. Uh, the publication, the Iron Mountain News, called it the greatest baseball attraction ever to be staged in the Upper Peninsula. That's very cool. And uh, Babe would actually crush a three-run bomb during the during the uh, game. He basically joined one of the two local all-star teams that were put together to play a couple exhibition games. Nice. But it was funny because uh, uh, they, they didn't have the final score to the game, but apparently... It was so loose, like the game was so loose that eventually it turned into Babe Ruth just hitting over a dozen home runs and basically doing like a 15-minute batting practice. That's cool. For the crowd. That's and cool. everybody was just so excited that he was there. It just kind of... Yeah. I think the game ended and then the Babe just kind of stepped up to the plate and then they just started throwing balls at him. Like, was it was it the Yankees that were there or was it like Babe, Babe and... and so, see, that's the thing too. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you were going to go to this event, like I don't want to see... You know, you see Babe Ruth go up to bat, and then I don't want to see Steve and Frank and ah! 
Jerry from down the street going up to bat. I want to see Babe Ruth continuing to go up to bat, you know? So that yeah, makes sense. That's pretty cool. It was it was pretty sweet, but if you want to learn more about this game, it's up here on the Rocker app, just taking a look at it. And there's this really cool picture, actually, yeah. of uh, Tadeshi with, 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 babe. Uh, with the Babe, and he's actually in his Yankees uniform. That's and, very cool. And uh, Tadeshi's wearing the Iron Mountain baseball uniform you can very see cool. as well. So. I like the idea of having baseball in the UP. I think, I, I think yeah. <clears throat> the UP... Um, God bless it if it ever does become its own state. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I think they should have a pro team up there. Like, go full, you know, home field advantage, you know? Yeah. Because um, you have to imagine in the UP, you absolutely would get one of the best home field advantages. Easily. Like, can you imagine, like, super cold before any other baseball <laughs> field in the country, you know? You, you the Hoopers are ready. Yeah, you can heat the field to like heat the 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 baselines, you know, and the infield and and the the spots in the outfield where like <laughs> the fielders are supposed to stand or something. Yeah. But the rest of it's just covered in snow. You'd have to play baseball with an orange ball or something, <laughs> <laughs> like those orange golf balls you get, you know, for night golfing. But also, I would recommend if you if you put a baseball field in the UP, you put it right on the shore. Of whatever body of water you're around. So, like, if you're in the, you know, the Keweenaw Peninsula, put it right in Carpa Harbor. Yeah. On Lake Superior. So that way you're hitting bombs ah. out into Lake Superior. And I mean, the, the balls float. So it's not like they're just going out there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and polluting the lake or whatever. But like, you can go fish them out. That'd be pretty fun. Or if you're further east, you know, on the, on like the St. Mary's River, uh, same thing. But on top of that, you could challenge the players to pop them over the river. Like over the border into Canada. <laughs> if you do that, you get a free pasty on the house. <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing the Daily Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball. And Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers. Today, Mark is asking the questions. I'm answering, and I got some help on the line with Deb. How are you, Deb? I'm doing good. All right, Deb, you're teaming up with Meatball today. You get three out of five questions right. You're going to help Meatball get the point for the day. Otherwise, I take the two to nothing lead for the week, which puts some pressure on Meatball. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with that, Deb. So we got to make sure. <laughs> got to make sure we don't put Mark out in the lead early. We don't need him getting a big head starting off 2023. All righty, if you're too ready, uh, I say let's, let's go do ahead it. and uh, do this bad boy. All right, all right, let's get rolling here. is the first question. Okay. After a pope dies, what is the Camerlengo have the duty of doing? The Camerlengo is the one who kind of holds down. After things. the what? After, after the pope after dies? A, after a pope dies, what is the Camerlengo have the duty of doing? Is it hitting the pope in the head with a hammer? <laughs> taking, it's my favorite story to come out of all this. Taking over as interim pope or arranging the funeral service? Uh, the first, no, the third one. Arranging the funeral service? That's, I'm yeah. kind of leaning on that because I, I, like the hammer thing has been hilarious to me because I did not know that <laughs> until recently. Um, and I don't remember there being a title to the person who does that. But that being said, I wasn't paying close enough attention because all I could get through my head was somebody hitting the Pope on the head with a hammer. <laughs> 
Deb, you said funeral services, right? Right. And what is he called? The cam camera Camerlengo. Camerlengo. Let's go with funeral services. Final answer. All right. It's the hammer, isn't he it? Does, oh. He does tap the Pope on the hammer Dang in it. the head three what? times. Oh. Not even kidding you. So. I want to hit the Pope. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Question number two is the category of sports. In 1879, okay. the University of Michigan introduced what future team to football? Was it the Indiana Hoosiers, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, or the Ohio Buckeyes? I think it's Notre Dame. What year? 1879. 1879. Notre Dame is one of those historical football programs. The Ohio Buckeyes or the Ohio State Buckeyes? Okay, okay. Yeah. Just, just wanted to make sure. Yep. Because I think the Ohio is Bobcats and, and Western plays them. Um, Notre Dame seems like the most logical answer there. I'm gonna say Notre Dame. Go with Deb on this final answer. Yeah. Right. All right. Here we go. All right. That just seemed right. Question number three is in film, okay. and you may have this one locked down. What is the highest grossing film of all time? Highest grossing what? Highest film? grossing film of all hey, time. Film. Is it still, uh, is it still Avatar? Say, uh, I think it's still. You're not even going to say what category it's in. I haven't huh? had a chance to. Everybody's oh. <laughs> okay, give us those options. Give us the options. It is. Is it? Is it Titanic? Avengers Endgame or Avatar? Oof. I'm going to say Avatar. I think it's still Avatar. I, I think it's still Avatar. Final answer. Let's go up the list. Okay. At number three. It's going to be Titanic. A James Cameron film, yep. Titanic, yep. 2.2 billion. Yep. At number two, at 2.7 billion, Avengers yes. Endgame making yes. Avatar the yes. number one with $2.9 billion gross yep. income. What I love it? Avatar. And I love that they, they re-released the movie yeah. recently to make even more money. Exactly. <laughs> Question yes. number four is in the category of science. Okay. As a gas, oxygen is odorless and colorless. Mm -hmm. In its liquid and solid forms, however... It has what color to it? Is it pale? White. Is it pale blue, <laughs> light green, or yellow? It's blue. In its in, in its, its solid and liquid forms. Blue. Oxygen. Not not water, because water is uh H2O. There's hydrogen in water. Yeah. So this is liquid oxygen. The colors are are blue, green, and yellow? Yes. I believe liquid oxygen is green, actually, because right, I want right. to say I want to say the hydrogen turns it blue in water. I'm gonna say, oh, it could be yellow. Um, I'm gonna say green. The final answer. Gotcha. Green. The final answer should have stuck with Deb's original. Oh, it was answer. blue, wasn't it? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Deb, you got it right originally, but it yes, was it was blue, unfortunately. So Meatball Man. not getting the answer right on that one. So it does come down I overthought it. to the final question. Now, Meatball, yeah. if you get this right, you get the point, and you're only one answer behind me. Okay. okay? All right. 
However, if you get it wrong, <laughs> go up to nothing. General knowledge. Okay. Where was salsa dancing invented? Was Pace. It, what? <laughs> Pace. Final answer? No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay. Where was salsa dancing invented? Was okay. it Mexico, Costa Rica, or Cuba? Cuba. Well, Deb, you're very certain about that. <laughs> I love dancing shows. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Um... I listen. Deb's very confident about that. I know nothing about dancing. Um, I, let's let's go. You said you said Cuba. Uh huh. Yeah, Cuba. Final answer. Cuba. Final answer. Meatball ties it up. Yeah. It is correct. Cuba. Get away, Deb. So meatball, you get the point for the day. It's a tie game, but I've got the one answer tiebreaker. Yeah, well, we'll take care of that. Okay. As we head into Thursday, well, Deb, nice job. You got a $20 gift certificate to Rocket Comics. We appreciate you hanging out and playing with us today. All right. I'm going to go buy me some chips and salsa now. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Mark, what's the biggest thing you've ever seen in Lake Michigan? The biggest thing I've ever seen in Lake Michigan? Other than like boats and ships. I'm talking like animals and stuff. Man, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of if I've ever been fishing. I don't think I've ever seen, I have, you know, I haven't done much fishing mm -hmm. in Lake Michigan. So or, I don't think or, well, any of the Great Lakes. We'll just say that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. We caught a pretty big salmon a couple of years ago. Okay. That's about it, though. I think the official largest fish to live in any of the Great Lakes, I think, is a sturgeon. Okay. And they get, they get pretty big. Yeah. You know, those are, those are some big old fish. Um, have you ever seen a whale? Uh, no. Are you sure? Yeah, uh, I don't think whales survive in freshwater lakes. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an article up on the Rocker app. And listen, I'll admit, when I moved to Michigan, the first thing I started looking into was like, because I'm a, I'm a weirdo and I want to know what kind of wildlife is up here. Because everyone yeah. had me convinced I was going to see bears and moose all the time. <laughs> you know, and I was like, well, what's in the lakes, you know? And I've seen the movie Lake Placid. You know, there's alligators and stuff and crocodiles and Betty White. Like, who knows what you could see in the lakes, right? Yeah. Whales were not something that was on that list. And then I see what's up on the Rocker app. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's there's not whales in the Great Lakes, are there? Are there? I don't know. Uh, so... The background behind this is a friend of ours, co-worker in the building, was listening to, uh, I think, a program on NPR. And they were talking okay. about the conservation of the Great Lakes and, and preserving the water and stuff. And they happened to just casually mention whale watching in Lake Superior. That's ridiculous. I already have a unhealthy fear <laughs> of the ocean. Yeah. I don't need to be hearing things about whales being in the lake. <laughs> Because at least when I'm in the lake, I'm like, okay, there's fish in here. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't need that in my brain. Um, there are apparently a lot of people who believe there are whales in the Great Lakes. That is ridiculous. How did, how did they get there? Huh? How, how, how do the whales get there? I mean, I thought maybe there were some bigger fish, like sturgeon, like I said, sturgeon right. are big, but I thought maybe there were some like big fish. 
or or mammals of that yeah, and type. Yeah, there could be like big fish, but uh, a whale? Come on. Um, I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure this is all sarcasm and satire. <laughs> I would hope so, because I don't know something about this. Just scream like the, the people who well, do this. I, I just. Here's, here's no words. All of the all of the social media posts I can find were all posted on April first. So there's red flag number one. Yeah, <laughs> red flag number two. Uh, there's a there's a, a a release from a person from Traverse City from a blog that says several times a year people wander in asking about the best places to view migrating whales. This is in Traverse City. Yeah. Or wanting to know what companies offer the best whale watching cruises, even though Traverse City is on Lake Michigan, nearly 800 miles from the nearest saltwater. Um, you know, you could make a killing in Traverse City if you like. <laughs> this is so, so bad. Just take advantage of these people and like put fake whales under the water or whatever and do whale watching tours. And you just happen to know where all the whales are and. Oh, look at over there. And there's some dude named Jeff just pulling a lever and shooting air <laughs> out of the water. If you believe that there's whales in freshwater lakes, especially <laughs> the Great Lakes, something tells me that you're the kind of person that when you sit down to go to the bathroom and you're, you see your underwear is on backwards, you keep them that way. I feel attacked on that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Why? Why you got to bring my underwear into this one, Mark? Huh? It's on <laughs> we were, you, man. We are having a perfectly fine conversation about how I might have a existential crisis about whales being in the Great Lakes, and you had to turn it back on me, huh? I'm glad you're back, because otherwise I would have had that conversation with myself, and it would have been really weird. And now you're ready to face the day. Thanks for getting your morning shot of rock. <laughs> The Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR. <laughs> Out of the deepest corners and the darkest ends of this world. From the Michigan Dockman to Bigfoot, the melon heads of Allegan County, and people from Ohio. This is Weird as Wednesdays. <laughs> so usually, the big topic at the end of every year, or the beginning of one, is the new words in, like, the dictionaries and things of that nature, right? All the new slang, everything. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird tradition that comes from Lake Superior State University up in Salt St. Marie. Okay. These are the words and phrases banned going into 2023. Ooh. It's weird, but I also kind of like it. So I'm curious to see how many of these you, Mark, and you, the listener, okay. are guilty of as, as well. All right. Uh, full list is up on the Rocker app, too, if you want to follow along. Let's we'll start from the bottom and work our way up. It is what it is. Guilty. Yeah. They call this a cop-out. It was actually, they, they banned it in 2008, too, but it's made a comeback, so they had to do it again. <laughs> and it's a verbal crutch. Yeah, I feel attacked on this one. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, one of our favorite words in the studio, absolutely. <laughs> 
I use that word absolutely too much. <laughs> we have our own list of words that we try not to say so much in the studio, and I believe that one is at the very top of that list. That and fantastic. And fantastic, yeah. That one didn't get banned this year, so I think we're okay. Irregardless. I don't really say that. Yeah. It's not a word. Yeah. So I've never I was gonna say that doesn't sound right. I say like Regardless. I'll say regardless, but like only in its proper like in its proper place. I yeah. won't just throw a word in there just to throw it out. Yeah. I mean if you put the IR in front of regardless, it negates the regardless part. So yeah. it essentially just turns into guardless, which is also not a word. Yeah. So don't do that. It's not a word. Uh does that make sense? No, it never does. And if you have to ask it, then you know we're too dumb to understand what you just said. <laughs> but we'll nod and pretend like it does make sense. Um, also, you should always try to make sense when you're telling somebody something. <laughs> you shouldn't have to ask it. I don't like to do that because then, you know, you're speaking in literal terms. I'm like, yeah, who wants to do that? Right. Then everybody understands you. Oh, uh, literally. Um, another one of our favorites in the studio. Amazing. That's amazing. Use use more yeah. words. Yeah, amazing. You know, it's just again, like, it's a, it's a it's such a crutch word. Like that's amazing. Like, are you isn't amazing? Are you truly in awe, like of what you've seen? Are you truly amazed by what's in front of you? No, probably not. Right. Uh, have you ever been in a meeting where your boss says, "So moving forward"? That's obvious. We can't go backwards. So yes. don't say moving forward. Uh, quiet quitting. Nope. You're just doing what's required of you in your job. That's not a thing. Uh, finally, this is probably the biggest reason why this is on Weird Ass Wednesday today. Lake Superior State University has banned the word GOAT. That's dumb. Specifically the acronym for greatest of all time. Because they say it is 100% overused. Um, now, People are saying like, you know, the goat of hot wings or the goat of hot sauces or the goat of goats or whatever. Right. There is only one true goat. I believe you and I have had this discussion. There is only one true goat in all of anything everywhere. And that is. I have no idea. What? Wayne Gretzky. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. This? Yeah. Name me one single other hockey player to dispute Wayne Gretzky as the goat in hockey. And you mm. can't name Mighty Ducks because they're not real hockey players. Says who? <laughs> I think they need to ban your opinion of that. <laughs> Charlie, baby. <laughs> Bash Brothers in this bad boy. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 1077 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Seems to be uh, some issues going on in Muskegon. Oh, no. Okay. The community is pretty angry over the lack of health care options in the area. And... Um, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty pissed. Okay, so to, to uh, what's, go, what's going on then? Well, somebody had posted in one of the Muskegon groups I'm on how much of a mistake it was for healthcare institutions uh, to have Hackley closed in 2020. They closed okay. because there is a 10-story facility that's being built, um, and they're saying now apparently when you go to Trinity Health. Uh, they're, they're saying you have to wait five or more hours. And these uh, are the two hospitals, I guess? There's the one two, hospital. Oh, there's one hospital. Wow. Yeah. So they're saying that a lot of people are upset because like this place is too big for one hospital and one urgent care that doesn't stay open after five o'clock. <laughs> 
a lot of people are stressing out about this, and there's some there's some interesting comments that were made. They're up here on the Rocker app. You can check them out for yourself. If if you know somebody who lives in Muskegon, mm-hmm. I would ask them uh, what their experience is with this because. Um, yeah, they, apparently this is kind of troubling. A lot of people shared their stories on this post. And it, like I said, they're, they're quite troublesome, man. Some, yeah. some not good stories coming out of here. And a, a lot of the people, is, you know, especially it's not a shame on the staff because the lady said the staff is overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid. Sure. Uh, and ultimately, the community is the biggest loser in this. And yeah. They said it's too big for one ER and one hospital. Well, and you're getting into... You know, there's still there's still remnants of COVID out there. You've yeah. got the flu season up, and like somebody was telling me the other day, uh, what's the what's the one going around? RSV for kids yeah. is going around right now, really bad. Um, the flu is just getting out of control. Like it's a bad time uh, to get sick in general, let alone if you don't have the available you know resources. And and it's like you said, nothing against the staff or anything, because I mean they're doing everything they possibly can. But yeah. You know, you're in a town the size of Muskegon with one hospital. Good Lord, man. And this is the kind of, well, this is really troubling, too. Somebody said, allegedly, it took over 16 hours for their 90-year-old mother-in-law to get a room. Holy and she was brought there cow. in an ambulance. So, it's, yeah, it's it's tough times over there. This So, so is there anything that, like, you can do in the community to, to help out at all? Or, like... I mean, a lot of people are going to Holland and Grand Rapids. Okay. Uh, for the sake of it being too crowded. Um, again, it, it a lot of people, the best way to avoid crowding the ER would be to make the ER your last option if there, other, if there aren't others available. Sure. But I don't know. A lot of people are saying that like primary care doctors are so busy with patients that they can't yeah. get in to see them for months. So people go to the ER instead or they're just sent there by urgent care centers. So I mean, it's it's I mean, really God, tough to say. There's a lot of stress behind it. Yeah, there, I don't think there's really because of all these variables a finger to point. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think there's a proper direction. It's just like a serious problem to these people that they're going through this. Yeah, I mean, God forbid, you know, somebody gets sick after business closing at five o'clock yeah. every day. You know, I've, yeah. I've had to deal with that before. Um, I yeah. mean, I've I've done stupid stuff after hours. There's 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 people that do really stupid stuff, definitely not inhibited by alcohol after hours that might need to go to the emergency room. You would never do that. No, absolutely. That's that never happened to me. Galveston's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. <clears throat> uh, I've learned two things since I moved to Michigan, okay? Okay. One, how to dress in layers. I'm getting pretty good at <laughs> that. And two, Ohio sucks. Or at least it's like the Florida of the upper Midwest, right? That's pretty general knowledge. Right. Okay. <clears throat> we have a coworker in the building who recently went down to Cincinnati for the first time. Um, and, and she said something that I never expected when she got back from vacation. She goes, man, Ohio's actually kind of okay. Like she was very, I, I know, right? Is she, is she okay? She seems to be, I guess. I think, I Nothing think they, seemed. They think they brainwashed her. They brainwashed her totally. while she was there. Maybe I totally. Don't know. I mean, I here's the deal. Like, she was just visiting. Yeah, you know, not living there. I visit my brother in Cincinnati all the time too. Gotcha. And other than the drivers and the people, like Cincinnati is actually kind of cool. You know. Yeah. So, 
she actually put together a few possible new like nicknames and, and slogans for the state of Ohio. I want to get your opinion on this because I it, it is they are the Buckeye State, which kind of has negative connotations for Michigan fans, right? Right. right. Immediately, like, oh, I hate that place. Like, maybe if we just change the nickname or the slogan, maybe that'll like, help us. Like, kind of give them like a pure Michigan. A little thing? bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So let, let me run a few of these by you, okay? Okay. Clearly, Ohio. Ha! Because, okay, I like that. Because there's just no, there's no place like it. Not necessarily good or bad. You just, you, you're clearly in Ohio. Yeah. Right? Okay. Ohio. We have some hills. That's, I mean, that's kind of nice. That's accurate. We have some. <laughs> we have some hills. Uh. Ohio. You are here. <laughs> <laughs> and every map of Ohio is just drawn out like a mall directory. <laughs> that's that's like that bot that wrote slogans Olive Garden when you're here you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio, the New York and the Midwest. Now this one hmm. I don't I don't know if I can get behind this one. Like yes, you have the big cities and a bunch of like farmland very similar to the state of New York, but if I'm going to get yelled at by somebody, I'd much rather be you know, I'd much rather walk out of there and be like, dude, I was just yelled at by a dude from New York instead of like somebody from Cleveland just yelled at me. <laughs> you know? I don't I don't think I can get behind that. Um, Ohio. Who knew? <laughs> this one could be construed a couple different ways. Like you leave Ohio and you're like, huh, that was actually kind of an acceptable place to be. You know? Or you come out looking like you just survived a tornado. Like, who knew it was this crazy? To which we would answer, we did. Yeah. We knew. Rolling with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I Maybe those can erase some of the negative stigma of the state. I don't know. Do you have any good ones, Mark? Any any ideas? Ohio. Why? <laughs> That's just, why? I just, just, why? Or, you know, you could say it with a different dialect. Ohio. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> or... Why Ohio? Ah, ah, you're doing the Yoda thing where you switch it. No, I'm just asking, like, why Ohio? Why Ohio? Any. <laughs> I had one that, that's mostly just sports related. It just goes, Ohio, all our sports teams are kind of okay. It's <laughs> a nice way of saying they suck. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, if I'm an athlete with another team, that's that's kind of enticing, actually. You know? Like, hey, let's go there. We'll, we'll probably beat that team. That'll look good. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios, Michigan's leader in residential solar. Rockford, Michigan High School Marching Band. They got to do something really cool this past week. Uh, they were in the Rose Bowl Parade on Monday. Which, they, I mean, huh. they were there. Very cool. cool. Well, Tournament of Roses Parade, I guess, is, is what that's technically called. Um, they always have the, the Rose Bowl game on the same day as the parade. Penn State, Utah played this year. Penn State won great game but the parade i know my folks always look forward to the rose parade um because they were both band directors and they love landscaping and gardening so floats ah. made entirely <laughs> out of flowers and marching bands like that's <laughs> that's their super bowl <laughs> when it comes to that um but those for for those unaware those marching bands that are that go to the rose bowl parade or terminal roses parades they have months to get prepared for this and a lot of them put in a, a, an extra amount of dedication because, like, you know, football season's over. 
why are you still, especially high school, you know, there's no yeah. real need to be a marching band anymore unless you're doing something like this. So they found out uh, in Rockford about five months ago they were going to be in the parade, which is awesome, right? Yeah. So they fly out. They get lined up for the parade on Monday. Parade starts. And obviously, you know, some people from Rockford got to go see them. But not everyone could, of course. Uh, it's expensive, and you run the risk of Southwest Airlines canceling your flight. It's a whole thing. So lots of people stayed home. They were hoping to see their kids march Monday morning in the parade live on NBC. But when it came time to see the Rockford marching band, they cut away to commercial. Ooh. I mean, it was like, and here's a band. <laughs> you got like... I think they got like a couple notes into the song or something. Like really? You, you barely heard it. And then they cut away to commercial. It's kind of ruthless. Yeah. So. Leaving them in the dust. All that build up for five months. People in Rockford didn't get to see their hometown represented on national television live. Mm. Sucks, man. That is a bite. Yeah. It's not cool. Um, and I, I, I feel that hurt. I've been a, I've been a victim of something similar myself uh, as a band kid. But. um got Ozzy Osbourne. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Wood TV is uh, the NBC affiliate out of Grand Rapids. They issued a statement to the public saying they're sorry for the coverage cutting away. They had no control over what happened. Um, it was a network decision to cut away from the band. And they said that they would reach out to the network about what happened, right? Later on during the broadcast, NBC did cut back to a clip of the Rockford marching band later on. So they actually, they it wasn't live. Okay, gotcha. But they, they cut back two footage that they had of the band during a lull in the parade. At least they got the footage in. That's yeah. all I would really care about. Like if you, the kind of the whole point of going out there is be like, okay, we're going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, check out three seconds of our performance. Yeah. Like, you get to, I'm not going to go there for just that. You're representing a community in a school that yeah. people in California and the national audience have probably never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, hey, look at us. We're here. We're good enough to make the Rose Bowl. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. So I'm glad the footage got put out there. I'm glad they got to be on TV. But like, I, I'm I'm glad they did it for the sake of the producer who who did this. Because let me just tell you right now, it's it's one thing to, you know, make a band kid upset about something. Mm-hmm. But a band kid's parent? You whew. might die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys think Karen's asking for, like, the manager is wild? Try a band kid's parent asking to speak to the producer of the Tournament of Roses parade. That That gets ugly pretty quick. <laughs>